Welcome to the English Waffle. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the English Waffle, um, which we have created to help you improve your English through regular listening and practice. Our work here is helped by kind donations from from listeners. Um, and we just want to thank all those people who have uh, kindly donated uh, through Buy Me A Coffee. Um, thanks a lot for that. And, um, you know, these donations really help us to keep the podcast going uh, by helping us to cover, in, in a small way, some of the costs um, associated with making the, the podcast, like the websites and the transcription um, software. So um, a good way to help support us, if, if you can, is by downloading the transcripts. Uh, so you may know that after episode 48, uh, from episode 49 onwards, we are charging a small amount for the transcripts, um, really just to help us uh, set off the cost of the software we use to, to create the transcripts. Um, and there's actually a sale on at the moment. We're, we're selling them all at half price, normally one pound, but they're all going for 50 pence. Um, so get on there right now and get yourself a bargain before we put the price up. Anyway, uh, let's get on to this week's episode. Uh, we're talking about bedtime stories this time. Uh, it's another short chat. Uh, we talk about, well, actually, I spend most of the time talking this time. Um, reading, bilingualism, imagination, and lots more stuff. Um, so listen to the conversation to find out what my family's routine is for bedtime stories, um, what we think about children, children's imagination, and why Mike believes Father Christmas is real. Uh, well, I mean, why, why wouldn't he? Anyway, to check uh, what you've understood in this conversation, you will be able to go onto the English Waffle website and uh, have a look at the quiz. In, there may be some delay in getting it up there. Um, so you can uh, have a look at the transcripts, uh, first of all, if you want to go and just download uh, the transcript. <coughs> I will get the quizzes up as soon as possible. Um, <coughs> and in the meantime, enjoy listening, and I'll speak to you after the chat english listening oh so do you uh do you read uh do you read martin martin's how old now he's seven six seven he's seven late this year yeah. yeah yeah and and do you typically do you read him a story before he goes to bed or does he read his own story now or what 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 do you guys what's a normal routine for you yeah i mean he it's quite interesting because we take turns so tonight it was supposed to be my night to, to put Martin to bed. Uh, Sandra's covering, because obviously we've got important English Waffle business. Um, but um, yeah, we take turns and then one night he gets a story with Sandra, one night he gets a story with me. It's great because he gets he gets Spanish one night, English the other night. And um, we I, I like to read to him because I can read that's more. That's because, sorry, so that, that, that's because Sandra's a Spanish speaker for those who yeah. don't know. So sorry, Sandra's... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so it's really good for him because we we we're trying to make sure that he can, he gets exposure to both languages, which is great. But um, I like reading him stories. We've got a couple of stories which I, I suppose maybe slightly older than his his age, reading age. But um, I like him to just to lie and listen because he's he's gone past yeah. the stage now where he needs to look at a picture. He's he's really good at yeah. 
at reading stories and imagining what's happening. It's nice. Some of these books have the odd picture in and you can see, you know, get an idea. But no, yeah. I mean, he's reading, he's reading himself independently quite a lot now. He's got a little, is my, my, my mum. He's got, he's got good imagination. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, mean, I think, I think most kids do at this age. I think, I think when it comes to reading, imagination isn't the problem. And even, even when it comes to writing, imagination isn't the problem. It's just, it's the mechanical. I think imagine, imagination is natural. We all yes. have imagination and, and kind of a creative spark. The, the, the artificial thing is, is learning how to actually decipher words on a page and to recreate them when you're writing that's 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 totally man-made and well man-made yeah it's not natural it's not it's not something we just right. spontaneously do it's something you have to learn yeah yeah exactly i mean if you look at any kind of child development uh, stuff that, it's really clear that learning stuff and learning how to speak is so natural we do yeah. it just because we love it and it helps yeah. us communicate but yeah. when once you get to reading and then writing it's, it's so much so much harder yeah. Okay, and going back then to the stories, he, he what what kind of stories does he enjoy reading? Um, well, we got two on on the go at the moment. One is uh, the night I met Father Christmas was one of them. It, it's a really nice story um, because it's kind of when you read it, you kind of think, oh, it sounds a bit like a Christmas Carol. You know, the story with Scrooge, and then he he's, he has three visitors, three ghosts, who kind of teach yeah. him lessons about life. And, and That's the, the ghost of Christmas past and the ghost of Christmas That's present. It. That's it, yeah. yeah. They, they teach him not to be so tight-fisted and, and mean. And, um, yeah, that's right. With his yeah. money and his... Yeah. Money. And is just to, just to be more open, open and generous. And this is kind of the same story, but it's really clever because it's based around a guy who's father, a boy who meets Father Christmas, but it's not really Father Christmas. And then this Father Christmas tells him a story about an elf from the North Pole or something, and who goes on this journey and has three visitors. And in the end, we, you find out that the Father Christmas is actually this elf. And then we we don't know yet why he's Father Christmas and where's the, the Father Christmas we all know. We don't know yet, but uh, yeah, it's really well done, really well written. Uh, I can't remember the name of the author, actually, but it's great because it leaves you at the end of the chapter and actually there's been times where we we have a cut off point where it's lights out and a few times I, i've said look let's just read another chapter shall we because because it's really exciting and i want to carry on reading yeah. what happens next yeah uh, and, he, and he goes yeah okay let's read another chapter um and then we have to get to a point where you get to the end of the chapter and then every at the end of every chapter you're thinking oh what's going to happen next but we have to we have to stop and turn lights out but Mate, i mean well, i think that this is a great great point to uh just give listeners a little taster of a Christmas song, which is which is all about meeting Santa Claus. <laughs> Go, so, take it away. So something about Santa not exist. Santa does exist, and it's uh, oh, really? an affirmation of Santa existing. Yeah, right. And uh, it's good. It's very rock and roll. Okay, uh, there you go. What did you think of that? Um, so we had uh, kind of three things you were listening for. Um, what's my family routine for bedtime stories? Um, and 
Basically, I talked about how my wife and I try to maintain my son's two languages. We read him stories on alternating nights. One night I read to him in my first language, English, and the other night my wife reads to him in her first language, Spanish. And that way we try to make sure that he is uh, as bilingual as possible, uh, which I th we think will be great for him in the future. Um, the second thing was uh, what we think about children's imagination. Uh, Mike doesn't say much about this. I, I don't let him talk very much in this conversation. Um, but he wonders whether my son has a good imagination. Uh, and I say that I think all children have um, a good imagination. Although I'm not sure if that's strictly true, of course. Everyone's got some kind of imagination, um, but inevitably some more than others, I suppose. Um, but we all have some kind of imagination and we use imagination. Um, it's a natural uh, thing and it's actually part of our cognitive development. We we need to be able to imagine uh, things to to uh, to grow up and for uh, to learn anything really. Uh, and certainly, it's linked to our ability to learn and use language. Um, this this ability to uh, abstract to think in the in the abstract. Um, so. But it, it's much harder uh, working with written language, and uh, we need help learning learning that. It doesn't doesn't come naturally um, when we're children. Uh, we need to be taught how to do it, both both reading and writing, especially writing. And certainly, my son is uh, uh, struggling a little bit with writing at the moment, but um, uh, we'll. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll get. He'll get. Uh, what am I saying? I don't know. Um, okay, so the other thing was why Mike believes that Father Christmas is real. Uh, one of the stories I'm reading to my son is, is related to Christmas. I think we, we mentioned the name was uh, um, The Night I Met Father Christmas. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the story's not actually about Christmas exactly, but um, for some people it might be a bit strange or a bit weird that we're talking about Christmas in, in April. Uh, well, why not? Uh, I, know, I know some people who, who seem to get quite annoyed if you even mention something out of season. So if it's, you know, uh, but it's, it's actually, it's usually to do with Christmas. People get annoyed when you you talk about Christmas or you play a Christmas song in the summer. Um, and, you know, we well, we don't have um, those kinds of issues on the English Waffle. Uh, if you want to play some Christmas music, we play some Christmas music. And um, so if you listen to the song Mike plays, you'll understand why he believes in Father Christmas or Santa Claus, uh, whatever name you, you'd like to give him. So <clears throat> that's the, <clears throat> the outro to the episode today. Uh, normally, um, I look at a few language points um, I haven't gotten them ready yet for this week, so I will add something onto uh, the website. Uh, I'll possibly uh, re-edit this episode so that you've got some comments there about the language. Um, and it uh, could be quite interesting. What we'd really like is for you to, to listen to the episode 
and kind of write in to us with your doubts, maybe a particular um, uh, way of speaking, a particular expression uh, that you kind of kind of understand, but you're not really sure why we would use it, or maybe there's a particular uh, use of intonation that you find interesting, and you're you're curious about um, why we've why we've said something in a particular way. Um, or maybe there's just something in the conversation which Mike and I take for granted, something that we know all about, but we don't realise that you uh, find it difficult to understand what we're talking about. Um, so write into us, go onto the English Waffle website, go to the contact page, contact us, uh, and just write us a message. You can do it just through the page uh, you can click on the whatsapp button you can whatsapp us uh, whatever it is just get in touch and we'd really love to to hear from you so thanks for listening and um, look out for the next episode which will be a waffle bites episode um, in about a week's time and we'll leave you with uh, Ron Holden and who says there ain't no Santa Claus take it away Ron Santa Claus, how lucky can I get Oh, you so?